This is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It's Brian Mudd along with your local real estate pro, Lisa True. And on today's show, we're going to talk about something that is really important. We're going to talk about the law. We're going to talk about probate and how transferring a property should be handled and some of the pitfalls that you want to ensure that you avoid. Not just for you, but for your family. So Lisa, uh, they help you every step of the way at the True Group. So she's going to provide useful information for you to be able to consider to avoid some of these stressful situations. Now, before we get started, if you're not already there, go to truerealestate911.com. That's truerealestate911.com. It is the best local resource you're going to find for real estate. And if you're thinking about real estate, the truth, they're always ready to help you. Seven days a week, reach out to them at 561-972-8326. That's 561-972-8326. Lisa, before we get into today's show about probate, here we are, uh, heading down the home stretch of June, kind of hard to believe. What is the local real estate market like currently in the Palm Beaches? Well, we're seeing that there are still buyers that are wanting to get in this summer, looking to very purposefully find homes. Uh, we're seeing that the homes that have not uh, sold, they're starting to reduce their prices in many cases as they understand that it's kind of time to take advantage of that. And we're seeing still a lot of properties coming on the market that are just overpriced. And so, you know, there's some really great things going on in the market and there's some big mistakes people are making in the market. One of the trends we had seen in spring had been the resurgence of at least certain luxury properties. And uh, they had been at least per performing better than they had in a while. Are we still seeing that? Yeah, I think we're seeing the properties that are priced well, that have the right marketing and the right uh, condition are still performing really well. And, you know, I think that we will see that continue as the Northeast influence picks up for South Florida because they are expecting, listen to these numbers in New York, 800,000 people to leave the state of New York. Now, that's just New York. Imagine New Jersey, Connecticut, um, Massachusetts, all those other states, Illinois, that have high taxes looking for a place to come where it's better financially for them. And yet people will hear that and say, well, there's going to be more people that want to buy my home than there's going to be inventory, so I can ask anything I want. Well, of course not. <laughs> so wealthy people did not become wealthy by just Throwing throwing away money, money yeah. away money, right? And and if you're getting a mortgage, the banks want to make sure, especially in an appreciating market that we're definitely in, that their money is protected and safe and that they're not doing stupid loans out there right now. Okay, so that's all good information. And uh, again, if you have other questions about local real estate, True's ready to help you, 561-972-8326. Now, you wanted to talk about probate on today's show, and you had mentioned that you're increasingly seeing some issues that have come about. This is definitely something that I think is off the radar until it's a problem for the average homeowner. So if you'll kind of walk us through the concerns that we should be mindful of so we avoid some of these pitfalls. Well, I think with probate, it first starts with, having a plan. And so when does a property need to go through probate? There's a lot of confusion by, I think, most people about what happened. So when somebody dies with the will, the personal representative that's named then needs to file for probate. 
Now, this can be done by the person. You can hire an attorney. It's great to get good legal advice, especially in the case of of making sure everything's done right. But you're going to need certain documents. Now, there's certain things that don't have to go through probate, which is great. One is properties or assets in a trust. And so my first comment is that get some good tax planning. You know, are you better off putting your properties in a trust? And we have some great resources of people that understand how to protect your assets, not only when you're alive, but upon your death. And so that's number one. And then things like IRAs and life insurance, pensions and all that, they, those also do not have to go through probate. And then the last thing is anything owned in joint tenancy or if a spouse owns a property and the other spouse passes away. So there, probate is not always required, but when it is required, it's important that it gets done timely and done properly. And the other thing I think you can do for your loved ones is having things organized. Because one of the things I find is that it's already a challenging time because most of the time your personal representative is a family member. Not always, but most of the time they are. So they're dealing with the emotional challenge of the loss, and now they're having to go and hunt for documents. So having everything organized and filed for them so that they're not having to go and search for something that they need. Uh, First of all, your will. Where's your will at? Do they know that? Do they know where your bank accounts are? Do they know what liabilities you have? You know, having all that information in an orderly fashion, I think, is a definite gift to your loved ones out there. No question. You know, I recall someone who actually was a colleague. He's retired now, but uh, when he had been working here, he ended up losing a family member and it took them over a year to get all the answers that you're talking about. And, you know, if you just plan ahead of time, obviously you can avoid almost all of that. And you, you talked about the difference between a will and ultimately a trust and a living revocable trust is one that's popular. Yes, it's a bit more to set up, but as you point out, it's definitely going to be the easiest on the transferring of assets. Is that something that increasingly you've seen more people include in their plans? You know, I think that there are a lot of people that are looking at setting it up to minimize taxes and and also ease. Because if it's you know, something you can minimize the impact for your loved ones to have to go through an additional process, then, you know, that's also a big plus. And I think people minimize that benefit of the trust. So I do think that people are starting to look at it. And yes, it's a little bit more work and it's a little bit more expense. And yet, if you have the assets, most people feel that it does make financial sense to look into a trust. The other concern is if it's going to take a while, now you have a property and it's sitting there and that yeah. could end up leading to all kinds of issues. Do you run across situations where there is a problem with upkeep or maybe even taxes? You know, it's it's very interesting because, you know, there's really, I think, five challenges that people go through. And one of the things that they go through is dealing with it when they're not here. And so they don't even know where to start. So often, even they delay starting the process as far as starting to prepare the home, cleaning out the home, figuring out who's getting what, all of that, because it is so emotionally draining at times. And if you think about it, I mean, to your point, you lose a left one, you're out of the area. The first 
week is nothing but simply dealing with the reality in front of you. The next week, the beginning of the transition, somebody's out of the area, it's likely that it's weeks before they even go, okay, now what's the situation with the home? Yeah, we, we have a lot of clients that call us and they find us off of our reviews online many times. And they call us and they're like, we're in another state, which happens all the time. We're trying, we're still working. We're trying to figure out how to squeeze this into our life. I, maybe they still have children at home and they're trying to figure out how to come and clean out the property. And we start with what is in the property that's important to you, that you want, you want to retain. Sometimes there's certain pieces, great. How can we help facilitate getting that those to you? And maybe they need to come down and see what there is. But we're really being very hands-on and helping them, even with the clean-out of the property, of the things they don't want. Because they say, oh, I'll just call a charity. It's not that simple anymore. The charities are getting more particular about what they're taking. Yes. And they're, um, you know, not coming at Tuesday at 9, right? And so... You may be back home um, after, and this house is still full. And so we're helping meet the appropriate people, make the donations that need to be made, you know, even getting rid of the things that just need to go. And so handling all those details is really important. What I would say is if you don't know where to start, just call us and we'll help you put the plan together. You know, okay, where are you? Have you filed? I mean, the first thing is you need to file the right legal paperwork. Have you done that? Great. Now, we're not attorneys and we're not tax accountants or attorneys. We do have people that specialize in these. We have probate attorneys. If you say, look, I don't know what I'm doing, nor do I want to learn how to do this, (laughs) we'll give you somebody who's trustworthy that can handle it for you. Um, If you are saying, how do I do some tax planning? We've got some great recommendations of people that will help you structure it in a way that will maybe even have to avoid probate altogether. And then if you just say, I'm already in this situation, nobody wants the property, we need to sell it. Okay, we can help you with that. But maybe there's repairs that need to be done. We have all those resources. And many of our clients that we've helped in this situation, we've actually never met. We've been able to handle everything for them. And they've been able to stay and continue their life and honestly doing the important things, which is dealing with the loss and not worrying about, okay, how are we going to empty this property out? I've heard of families that have decided to go ahead and transfer assets to other family members while they're still living uh, to try to avoid some of this. Is, Is that something that you've seen be an effective strategy? I've seen it done properly and I've seen it done very, very wrong. And so my advice is if you're going to do that, you need to get great legal counsel of somebody who is a specialist in that area. You know, don't call, you know, it's like if I might have, if I'm having a heart problem, I'm not going to go see my podiatrist, right? (laughs) I Hopefully not. Yeah. So you need a specialist that actually this is what they do so that they structure it the right way. And you're not finding out, wow, everything we did was not proper and we still have to go through all these channels. The other thing that's very challenging is sometimes with probate, there's ownership, and we've seen this a few times, where there's ownership where the, the probate wasn't quite done right, and now all of a sudden 
somebody pops up and you're ready to close. Oh, boy. You don't want that to happen. You want to make sure that everything's been done properly. And that's where getting maybe a probate attorney would be helpful versus somebody trying to figure this out. Because honestly, we're probably only going to do this one time in our life, right? We're probably only going to be the personal representative one time, maybe two times in our life. So we're not going to be experts at it by any means. And if you don't do everything right, you can have a mistake, which could cause you a sale. How often is it that all the family members that might have some kind of a stake are necessarily on the same page? Because you just reminded me of a situation where even if someone was the executor of a will, for example, went through probate, but then there was a dispute about the proceeds of that sale, and that ended up becoming an issue. Yeah, conflict is one of the biggest challenges. And we always have that conversation right up front is, you know, who are the heirs and is everybody feel the same way about the process? And many times we are kind of the person going in between all the family. Lucky you. Yeah, it's kind of often probate is very much like has similar issues to a, a bad divorce. And, you know, the emotions heighten it, right? You know, they're dealing with the loss of a loved one and now everything feels bigger than what it really is. And so if we have that conflict, the best thing we can do is kind of come alongside each family member and hopefully be able to get everybody to understand that we all have one goal, which is to get the property sold for the most money possible. And that benefits all the heirs, not just one particular heir. But conflict is a, I would say a consistent, I'd say 50% of probate situations have some level of conflict and once again a lot of it is just because understandably the emotions are heightened for the majority of people that are out of the area you're you're likely talking about people who had been retired here for some time and i would imagine that every now and then you'd run into situations too to where within that conflict you'd have certain family members that might want to use that home as a vacation property others that do want to sell it you know, how difficult can it be to work through those types of issues as well? You know, there's usually when there's conflict, because, you know, 50 percent of the time, everybody's on the same page. They nobody wants to come to Florida and use it enough to make financial sense to keep it. And then you have to say, OK, what what are the rights of all the parties? Right. Mm-hmm. One wants to keep it. One wants their share out of it, just like honestly, a divorce, right? Yeah. There's usually one who wants to keep the house and one that doesn't want to. And so it's just having those honest conversations and asking the right questions and then referring back. I mean, obviously, the personal representative was named um, for a reason. And, you know, just encouraging cooperation because lack of cooperation costs money. And Uh, It doesn't cost one person money. It costs everybody money. And so, um, you know, having but I think having those conversations up front is key because we we need to know what we're walking into. And we've had great success with being able to not mediate, but just be the voice of reason to all the parties. And sometimes it's not what's being said. It's how it's heard. And so if we can have those conversations instead of, you know, somebody saying, well, I'm the personal representative and 
you know, what I say goes, <laughs> that may not get as good of results as if somebody's sharing, you know, the the whole picture and and helping them trying to come to some sort of reasonable Stands the reason, and over the years, I know you've seen it all and, and worked through it all. And again, the truths can help you in any of these types of situations. So if you're looking for guidance, if you're looking for advice, the resources that they recommend as well, if you're looking to making some of these decisions, Truth's ready to help you. Reach out to them at 561-972-8326. And of course, if you're buying, selling questions, Truth's always able to help you. 561-972-8326. Or you always, always can check out truerealestate911.com. Go there. If you're not already there, you'll find a lot of other helpful resources uh, that you might want to consider for any type of real estate situation. Uh, so again, truerealestate911.com.